The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark here from the frigid northwest of New York. Just in case you knew or you didn't know, the temperature has dropped 10 degrees in the last hour and a half. Burr. It's almost like Atlanta. <laughs> it's getting there. Getting there. So, we have an extra long rhyme time today because there was just so much to do and so little time to do it in. We decided to go all out this week. So, without any further ado, let's jump right in and hit the rhyme time. Here we go. Oh, here we go again this week with the truth, and let me be clear. The truth and the Biden handlers having no relationship to truth, for Biden is no mystique. Then on to the new Congress, starting off with a bang, it would seem. It's amazing that a typo from 21 to 12 in their weaponization subcommittee would make the average conservative scream. Seems the typo was in effect. A complete disaster, I suspect. Giving the Democrats a supermajority in the committee is certainly not a good thing. And my faith in the party, the geniuses in charge, this mistake must surely sting. So your first mistake was a whopper. And more? Can't wait to see the next screw-up. What's waiting behind? Another door. Take care of what we the people need. And for our votes again, you won't have to plead. America has fallen, and we need to know if we can get back up. We sent you to Washington, just barely, because you all promised to clean it up. Don't disappoint us again. We remember what you did with Obamacare. You yelled years before, and when it came time to do it right, you, like Joe Biden, fell down the stair. Not once could you get any plan done. So we threw you out, and the Democrats won. So now you are slimly back in charge. If you don't get anything done, at the end of your terms, the American people, for all of you, we will discharge. We as Americans are totally disappointed with those who today govern us. Hey, leaders, if you want us to return to another term, stop sending illegal invaders all around this country by bus. People who pretend to lead cannot betray the laws they swore to uphold. Stop doing nothing. Start solving problems. And in doing that, you will have to be bold. America is lost. And the question is, will it be found? And those who want to tear it apart by the laws you swore to uphold, you are bound. Why is it okay for leaders to break all the laws? Think about this. They will prosecute you. They will prosecute you. Show me a crime, and I'll show you the person and the cause. Jerry Nadler, that blimp of a fool, when his lips are moving, his continuous lying to America is quite cruel. Yet this brainless fool floats around Washington year after year. Before we get good government, we need to reject and eject idiots like him. That is certainly clear. New York... Now New York's mayor, crying like the knucklehead baby he is. Until it hit his streets, no worries. Now that it's bust here, it's a problem. Gee, isn't he a whiz? Think this is an accident? No, it's not. It's your vote. 
Maybe instead of watching sitcoms to a candidate search sometime, you should devote. So now talking about voting and Jim Crow and Jim Eagle, they said, does the reality of record amounts of voting in Georgia mean that this bullcrap story is finally dead? I'm guessing the story will be resurrected quite soon. After all, the election season is just about beginning. Stacey Adams will bring it up again. Like it or not, she is in fact a loon. And then there's the airhead. It's unfortunate that this time of year, after the elections, people like Madeline Dean, Dem of PA, can display her lack of perception of reality. It truly makes me fear. She is completely out of touch with our collective earthly reality. That a Martian going to Pluto, her brain could not be smaller, much smaller than a pea. She says the border is not overrun, is closed, can't you see? I see, said the blind man, and that there is no invasion at all. She is a complete dolt, the condition of the border. Even the blind man can agree. So with people like her in Congress, I don't think much will be changed. This has to stop, or things will continue to go south and continue to be deranged. If we can't change the culture, and we all don't start paddling in the same direction, it's simply clear that from Washington, we will all be sick and infected until the next election. Can't help think that maybe sometime in my life, our government will do the people who elected them right, so I won't have to wait until my afterlife. Jerry Nadler, this fool, got his butt put in a sling. Wesley Hunt of Texas put him in his place by using the facts. Boy, that must really sting. So back to Joe Brandon Biden with his keen sense of truth. Wonder if Corn Pop would maintain Joe was as lost as he is now in his youth. Being transparent must have a different meaning as Flopsy Mopsy from the podium does espouse. He doesn't have time to search for documents while he's attacking our cows. Green energy is Biden's project. He can remember is his top dog. As we kill the whales, mess up the ocean. Don't worry, Joe says he wants to diminish his brain fog. Things aren't always as what they appear, especially if you listen to the mainstream media, then reality is no longer clear. Things that go bump in the night just might be what you think. According to the Biden crew on earthly destruction, we are on the brink. Just not from climate, the reality does in fact not compute. It will existentially be the threat from the nuclear missiles they shoot. Ukraine is still in the news, and the crash and tanks are still flowing. The issue I see, World War Three is in full swing. It seems now there's no chance of the war slowing. Mission creep, here we go again. It seems we don't learn any lessons from our past actions until we experience the heavy pain. How long do you think the world will stay out and watch the destruction? The destruction? A big concern for me is... We really don't have the military production. Can't give them our weapons, as now you know why I suspect, or why I was so upset. In Afghanistan, we left 88 billion in weapons, and now we can't even defend a real threat. Maybe someone can explain the brilliance of telling Russia tanks are on the way. Sorry, but not for a year or more. Oh, you thought that was today? 
Not so fast, Ukraine. We have not tanks to give you yet. How stupid was it to tell Russia we're sending them when we won't even be there to stop the threat? Great job, Joe and crew. Tell the enemy we are sending heavy-duty weapons to help defeat you now. I can't make this colossal idiocracy up. This is just... Wow. So now Russia will attack and move quicker into Ukraine. Destroy more buildings, infrastructure, and kill people. Lots of people in charge here, but not one with a freaking brain. Why would you do this? This I really can't even try to explain. This stupidity and lack of strategy is completely insane. And now back to America. We are all over the place. But this administration is still lost in outer space. They can't seem to keep their collective minds focused on one thing. Unfortunately, Biden and his crew to the table, nothing they bring. No solutions and no ideas. They are a complete blank slate. But America needs to address its serious problems before it is too late. Crime is still out of control and the death death toll still rises. America's collective boat is about to capsize. But have no fear. Mary Mayor Lori Lightfoot of Chicago is here. She will dance her way to end the crime spree in a most ridiculous way. So, looks like the end is near. Inflation is going up, up, up. No sign of changing anytime soon. Janet Yellen being in charge. She won't lose. She won't leave until the economy she finishes and leaves it in ruin. Why can't anyone competent be a part of this administration? You can like the guy, but his policies are killing the country. That is the causation. Bad policies are a part of the plan. So how did Biden get so rich? Is Hunter Biden truly the smartest person Joe knows? And does Hunter have such a great sales pitch? Maybe there's smoke where there are secret documents about to be looked for. But this time for Biden... They let him go out to his beach house before the FBI searched. So things could get taken out the back door. There's nothing here, Joe professed to the papers. You can see nothing through the media vapors. They cover for him each time and each and every turn like a roof. Let Biden go to all the other places. The secret documents are stored. And they, for certain, go poof. Strange things are happening in Washington these days. They are destroying this country still in so many ways. But no one seems to care, and certainly no one is stopping it from being done. And don't believe the media. They are killing America and its spirit, and they are not even using, surprisingly, a gun. Now 20%, 30%, soon 40%. Food is going up in price. So their advice instead of fixing the problem... It's to eat bugs. Ain't that nice. These people we elected are just too crazy, it seems. Things have gone nuts. They are all at different extremes. We need to be somewhere in the middle to get things done. And if we don't start moving there, America no longer will be any fun. Think of people in a rowing team. They all jumped into the water, pulling the boat in different directions. Going nowhere, it's obscene. So our leaders need to get back in the boat and start rowing together. It's time to get us going in one direction. We need a real bellwether. Now the migrants in New York, they are not grateful at all. 
on the taxpayer dime. They got put up in expensive hotels, drinking beers, destroying the property. They are all just having a ball. Seems that their claims of asylum are as bogus as they are. But hey, don't worry. Brandon Joe Biden appointed a border They were put up in a high-end hotel at just 500 a night, and they are refusing to leave the hotel now for another site. Seems that the asylum tragedy of their homes that they said they fled had plenty of food, entertainment, safety, and even a real comfy bed. Why are they here? Because Biden illegally let them in? They bust them to New York. Oh, now we see their bogus claims of asylum are legitimately quite thin. We rolled out the red carpet. We gave them the best. They are lucky they made it here. We don't even give this kind of treatment to our vets. When will we learn that no good deed goes unpunished? Our reputation as a great country is getting very tarnished. If you listen to the radicals, you would think we were shooting the illegals in the streets. Sorry for their lying. That type of treatment is reserved for our citizens in our blue cities like Chicago and New York and the like. So just shut up, sit down, America, and take your seats. Our leaders have an attitude. They forget who they work for. Next time one of these idiots gets up in Congress or the Senate, America, take note and get up and roar. It's time to take back our country from the elites who think they own us now. The blue team or the red team have forgotten who they work for, and this we cannot allow. Can't seem to shake these lefty loons and their infiltration into the schools. They want to indoctrinate your children. They want to change all the rules. Again, as we come toward the end of this week's rhyme time, they leaders, the leaders running this country are making poor policies and decisions. And it's all on our dime. We must get active and work to fix this problem now. The situation must be changed before it becomes embedded and no one will even raise a brow. Can't wait to hear Biden's State of the Union speech. The contract with America. This contract, they already are in breach. Ending rhyme time this week. Here we go. Don't count on any genius solutions. Not even from our best Uncle Joe. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, it's been a heck of a week, folks. You know, America standing, falling, standing, and then falling back down again. It just seems that we're all over the place. (laughs) I'm telling you, the crowd's going wild here. But it just seems that we are out of control. And I'll tell you, I listened to the Democrats in Congress this week. And I have to tell you, I am now truly concerned that white premacy has now infected the African Americans in this country. They are now white supremacists, according to the Democratic Party. I mean, listen, folks, there is white supremacy. But everything is not white supremacy. So what is white supremacy? You know, I looked this up and I found through a whole host of other reported papers and articles on white supremacy, it seems to be nothing what the Democratic Party is calling white supremacy. 
Not everything that you do against someone for cause, if they're an African-American or an African-Muslim, is for racism, is against them because they're black or because they're Muslim. But you would never know that if you listen to these moronic Democrats espouse this garbage on the House floor. Unfortunately, there's no lying meter. And I'm hoping at some point that artificial intelligence will have a microphone that you use. And when you're lying, the microphone shuts off. Because then we wouldn't have to hear any of this garbage from the congressional Democrats. So what I'm referring to, for those of you who have been living on the rocks or not paying attention, trying to enjoy your life, you had three Democrats kicked off of committees this week, which was pretty intelligent. (laughs) Schiff and Swalwell were kicked off the intelligent committees, but the one I really wanted to get to was Republican Ilhan Omar, Democrat from the 5th District in Minnesota. She was on the House Foreign Affairs Committee, and unfortunately, well, she was there, and she espoused her stupidity at every length, and people were taking her very seriously because, hey, She's on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Well, you know what? Here we go. This is most refreshing. She says this week, and I quote, her journey that she has been on. (laughs) She was on apparently some kind of journey. What I'm thinking is an astral plane above everyone else. So what I looked at, and I looked back at her statements that she had made, and I'm going to go through it a little bit. My take on this whole thing, is her journey was from being stupid to being a big liar. That's what she must have been talking about Thursday when she gave her big interview. You know, she has to figure out a way to justify her bigoted behavior and her bigoted conduct and her absolutely astounding anti-Semitic comments and her anti-American comments and all of her other vitriolic statements against Jews and especially directed at Israel and the United States. Listen, I'm not telling you that you can't have your own opinion. But when you are in Congress or you are in the Senate, you don't represent yourself. That's the problem with most of these people up there. And she's just ahead of the pack. She's just, the, you know, she believes that it's her and not her constituents that she represents. And this is the problem. So her, her, you know, it's almost like going back through her great hits. She had such great hits as Israel has hypnotized the United States. Gee, that's not anti-Semitic, is it? And how about her greatest one, her greatest hit? It's all about the Benjamins. Well, there was uh, so much stupidity and a whole host of it flowing from her mouth, which clearly lacks any connection with any brain controlling it. And then she goes on the lamestream media outlets like Joyless Reed, MSNBC. That's like the, you know, that's the DNC party on steroids. And she claims, you ready for this, folks? She claims, I didn't know that there were tropes against Jews. What a pile of horse droppings. Absolute horse droppings. I can't believe she actually said that. Just when you thought she could not be this stupid... She embraces her dumbness and idiocy. I cannot believe that that came out of her mouth. She had no idea. When she's been doing it for years, and she hangs out with that other Nimrod, 
that is so anti-Semitic that she and Ilhan Omar have been banned from Israel. I mean, talk about she didn't recognize that. Are you kidding me? So now let's let's move on. We're going to catch up with her a little bit. You know, you know she yeah some some other some other great stuff from her. But we'll we'll catch that in a few minutes. I wanted to move on a little bit and try to follow up. And McCarthy clearly on solid grounds for getting rid of Adam Schiff, the continuous liar in chief who said he's got the information from the Intel Committee. And he held up that envelope. I'll never forget that. And I'm thinking, hey, he might have something here. Well, guess what he had? He had nothing. Just like everything else, he had nothing. It was just a continuous lie. And then we have our favorite guy, Eric Swalwell, or as I like to call him, Eric Spywell, from the Intelligence Committee. Having him on the Intelligence Committee shows that that committee lacked intelligence. You know, he is the one, he has completely lied to the American people. He had a relationship, allegedly, as we say, and he was sleeping with a Chinese spy. And the Chinese have entered into his office and had, she placed all kinds of spies in his office, yet he has no clue why they think that he is a spy or why he's compromised. You know, and that was another thing that I thought was very interesting. McCarthy pretty much laid out the the fact that Swalwell could not get a security clearance in the private sector. That's pretty serious, folks. That's pretty serious. So these cause kickouts from the committees, in each case, it's not partisan. It's not racist. It's smart. It's very smart. You know, the, the issue is that with Omar, that she is clearly, without a doubt, as they put it, rabidly anti-Israeli, anti-Semitic, and anti-American. Why would you put somebody like this on the Intel Committee? Why? Well, gee, we know it was Nancy Pelosi's charm. That was it. So let me give you a little history lesson for you that out there who don't pay attention. Speaker Nancy Pelosi set a precedent for removing opposition members from committees over her views and speech, right? Over their views and speech. So where was all the crying? Where was all the yelling? Where was all the screaming when they removed them? And let me give you a further history lesson here. Pelosi wouldn't even hold a vote to censure Omar on her hate speech outburst in 2019. So I have a real problem. And not only did they remove certain Republicans, Kosar and Taylor Green, but they removed them from all committees. They stopped them from serving on the committees at all. And guess what McCarthy did? Was this, well, wait a second. They claimed, hold on, they claimed it was retribution. If It was retribution. Retribution for what? Well, wait a second. If you didn't do anything wrong, why would there be retribution? That claim of retribution tells me that they are acknowledging that they did something wrong. The Democrats did it wrong. And you know what happened? McCarthy told them at the time, don't do this. This is a bad precedent to set. Because if we get to be in charge, we're going to take off the dirt and we're going to scrape it off. And that's exactly what they did. They scraped off Schiff, they scraped off Swalwell, 
and they certainly scraped off <laughs> Omar. Now, they also need to investigate her because there's been some very serious allegations about her being married to her brother and committing, oh wait, what was that called? Immigration fraud. We don't, we don't recognize borders anymore under this administration. So, let's see. And then we had the tears from Rashida Tlaib on the floor of Congress Thursday. She was yelling and criticizing America. A waste of air that she inhales. She espouses so much vitriol. You know, every once in a while I would like someone in Congress to put some thought behind their speech. She obviously can't do that. She's a pretty embarrassing particulate. You know, it's like a particulate in the air. She floats around and somewhere lands, and it's really annoying. That would be her. You know, the the world literally laughs at people like her. You know, for having her in a leadership role, boy, China's going, are you kidding me? So now we have, wait, oh, wait, I forgot. Let me get the rest of the squad in on here. We had AOC. The brainless barista. Retribution for the acts that the Democrats did is what she claimed. And it was a racist because she's a Muslim African. Who ever cared? Oh, wait a second. That's right. The Democrats cared whether you were an African American or what religion you are, what ethnicity you were, because they had a checkbox system for picking people for their administration. Well, guess what? You know who's the racist? You know who's the bigots? The Democratic Party. And just another history lesson for you. Who started the KKK? Oh, wait. No hands? No hands in the audience? The Democratic Party, folks. And how about, well, let's see. Who freed the slaves? Abraham Lincoln, right? Correct. Well, was he a Republican? Yes, he was. Wow. How could that possibly be? The party of Jim Crow. Ooh. So... The Democrats made the rules, and we warned them. We warned them as the Republicans turned around and said, don't do it. Don't do it. Now, again, another history lesson. We're doing a lot of history today. So January 6th committee. How about Jim Jordan? How about Jim Banks? Who threw them off? Who took them out of the committee? The first time in history that a chairman took somebody off from the other party. Pelosi. Now, why? Because they didn't want an opposing view. Well, you know what? Stuff it. It's just pathetic. So, as soon as we get back right after these commercial breaks, we're going to jump right back in to the Omar Pathetic series. Stand by. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. I am back. Let's talk Venezuelan with Josie Cruz and friends every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. only on America's Web Radio. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. 
You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before we were going about, we were going off, I should say, <laughs> about the Omar and the Pathetic. Sounds like a sounds like a boy band, Omar and the Pathetic. But the reality is that she was not removed for anything other than being a poor representative in foreign affairs. You know, going after one of our closest allies and criticizing them for no reason whatsoever. None. And and really, the diatribe and the, the, as she called them, tropes that she was unaware of. If she was non-English speaking in a cave in the middle of a desert, I could see her not being aware that there were tropes against Jews. Other than that, She's lying through her teeth. And just for that, she should be thrown off the committee. I don't want people who are lying in Congress anymore. And yes, I know everybody's going to yell on the other end, George Santos. Well, at least he was consistent lying. You know, he made up his entire life. Listen, if you're going to go, go all the way. You know, I didn't have any idea that there was a threshold for lying. My, my particular th- thoughts on that are, you lie to a big major material fact, you're off, you're out, you're gone. Well, I know, we'd probably have no one left in Washington representing anybody. But that's unfortunately where we're at. You know, the reality is is that if this was a real Senate and a real Congress that had real morals and ethics, in Congress especially, they would have removed her immediately. They would have taken her out right away. But no, they didn't do that. Why? Because she's hiding behind her race card or her religion card. And I'm sorry, that doesn't fly with me. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what religion you are. If you're an idiot and you misrepresent the United States, you should be thrown out. That's the way this works. Very simple. So now they're claiming tit for tat. And I saw Rashida Tlaib crying the, the alligator tears again. You know, I really want my congressmen and women to have emotional meltdowns with such significant issues as someone being removed from a committee, not all committees, a committee, because she has no business being on that committee. This is, you know, it's like cutting out a cancer. It's a stain on the American legacy. Get rid of it. She should have been booted right away. But they didn't have the cojones to do that. You know, but they had no problem taking out Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gozer. That was fine for Nancy Pelosi. I didn't hear anyone screaming and yelling if a different view. No, no, no. That was okay. Why? Because let me tell you something. And, and honestly, I'm going to right here. This is I'm drawing this two tier system. I don't want to hear anyone else say there's a two tier justice system. I hear it all day long. I'm sorry. There is no justice system. If you have two tiers, you have no justice. This is very simple. Everyone said, well, there's a two-tier justice system. No, there is no justice system if it doesn't work equally applied. And let's not, let me let me just bring you back to last week's show, equity and equality. 
equality is A. A is equal to A. Equity is I'm going to take your three A's on this side and give it to the other guy so he has three A's on his side. That's equity. No, that's stealing from the people that have. That's not equity. So you know what? That has nothing to do with it. You want equality. That's what your justice system is. Not an equitable system. It's equality. I didn't send people to go commit crimes. And I don't care when you commit your crime, whether you're white, black, or anything else. If you commit the crime, you deserve to be punished. It's real simple. So I want to jump in now to the hearings about the border this week. (laughs) This ought to be fun. You know, this week it was exactly what we thought it was. Distinctly down the stupid party lines again. Everybody runs into their own little corner and nothing's going to get done once again. So we had a Democrat, and I point her out specifically because I'm such a fan of John Fetterman. So Madeline Dean, Democrat of Pennsylvania, there's, this is her exact words, there's no invasion at the border. The border is not open. I mean, reality, where has she been? What drugs is she on? Did they legalize, like, acid and peyote in Washington that she's on it? Because this brainless gas bag, she's proven basically that she's incompetent to serve in Congress. I'm sorry. If you can sit there and tell me before a microphone, before the American people, and say there's no problem at the border... When you don't recognize the reality in your face, then you can't be that representative for the people of Pennsylvania. And you know what? People of Pennsylvania, take note of that one. The border's closed. It's not open. 250,000 invaders per month. She has no business, this Madeline Dean, being in charge of anything, being in a position of responsibility. She actually should be somewhere where people go who are out of touch with reality. She'd fit right in. But you know what? Put it in the big picture for PA. She'll fit in quite perfectly as a representative of PA, Pennsylvania, with the brain-dead Fetterman. Oh, no, we didn't forget about him. The guy who suffered the stroke and thinks he's perfect for the Senate of the United States? You know, until we pick somebody. I used to have a, a professor in computer class at Cornell University where he used to tell you, garbage in, garbage out. Bad decisions, bad policy. And when you put people who are incompetent in places of power, this is what you're going to get. You need any more proven demonstrations. Look at what's going on with the Biden administration. You know, he can't even figure out how to get himself off a stage. But that's, you know, hey, that's what it is. You know, so now we we got some positive news. I'll give you that much. You know, we had uh, Joe Biden in his uh, beach house, had no documents. And I'm pretty sure that if I had a treasure trove of documents and you gave me two or three months before you went in and searched my premises, I'm pretty sure that you wouldn't find a document that was secret there either. Are we seriously taking this on its face value? We've gone into his beach house and found nothing after we told him for three months we were going in to search his beach house. I'm sorry. Did I miss something here? Did I miss the fact that the... FBI and the DOJ have not been doing their job. There's that tier system again for justice. Or the no justice, right? No justice, that's right. Because there is no justice there. How do you tell someone? Now, how long are they going to give him to clean out the Biden Center? 
Okay, how long do you think they're going to give him? You think they give him another month? Because there's a lot of boxes there. So they're probably going to give him a lot more time to get those out of there. You know, if you see smoke coming out of the back of Joe's Beach House in the middle of the winter, yeah, it's not a barn fire, people. It's not for people sitting around singing songs. It's for see you later secret documents. Yeah, the document driver. So I love this. I, I, lo- I really love this fact that the White House counsel, Ian Sams, gets up. I can tell you if I had a quarter for every time he used the words and we are cooperating fully and we're being transparent, if I had a quarter, I would have made probably $15,000 during that little speech he gave. This guy didn't say anything but, and we're cooperating. When he asks a question, and we're cooperating. Well, who went in there and searched, and we're cooperating? Well, did you know that there were documents there, and we're cooperating? There was nothing. You know, that's what I love about lawyers, and I am one, yes, indeed. Lawyers can make words, and lots of words, and say absolutely nothing. And we're good at that. That's what they pay us for. You know, we can go out there, and we can say, hey, everything's great, but nothing else is going on. So what happens? We came back and we said, hey, but let's ask another question. And we're cooperating fully, and we're transparent. You are as transparent as a brick wall. You're not transparent at all. I'm sorry. You know, I are you going to believe your lying eyes, or are you going to believe what I'm telling you? Well, you know what? I'm going to believe my lying eyes, because they're not lying to me. So now we walked over. I want to jump right back into you know, flopsy-mopsy at the podium. Jean-Pierre. I'm sorry. They are keeping her so out of the loop. She's not even in the rodeo. She gets up there. She doesn't have an answer to any question. And what's funny is there's three people involved here. It's a triangle effect. So what do they do? They turn around and they tell you, hey, we're going to take you and we're going to refer you back to the White House counsel. And then we're going to refer you not to the White House counsel. We're going to refer you back to Joe's personal counsel. And then personal counsel is going to refer you back to the White House. And then the White House is going to refer you back to the personal counsel. So you see how this is working. And the problem is, is that they're not saying anything, but they're saying a lot of words. And these words don't work anymore. It's just unfortunate here that these people are getting away with it. And they really are. They're getting away with it 100%. So, you know, again, this week we had some great... We had some great speeches off of the uh, congressional floor with respect to Omar. And what I loved about this is that every Democrat got up there and made this all about the race, the race and the Muslim faith. And I'm telling you right now, look at what she said. Look at what Omar said. And you go and tell me that this is about race. And you go and tell me that this is about religion. Because quite frankly, I don't think anyone cares what her religion is and what her race is and what her color is. We don't do things like that in America. But yet the Democratic bigoted party keeps yelling about that at every turn. It doesn't, it doesn't affect them. It just keeps coming back. Hey, it's a race. It's about race. It's about this. It's because she's an African American. It's because she's a Muslim. It's because everything else other than I didn't hear one Democrat get up there and say it's because she's an idiot and she should have kept her mouth shut. 
and not bigoted hate coming out of it. But nobody said that. So, you know, then you had AOC. Yeah. She grew up in, by the way, Westchester, which is a very affluent neighborhood in New York. So her downtrodden, you know, Bronx attitude thing is not working. Because the the real deal is she's not anywhere close to the people she represents. She grew up in the white privilege area. And by the way, how much does my white privilege pay? Because I don't think I've gotten it this month. In fact, I don't think I got it this year. But see, this is the stupidity that they espouse. They go directly. When you have no opposition to a rational decision to throw these people off of the committees that they were on, stupidly on, then what do you do? You go to your backstop. You go to your last resort. You go to your, you're out of ammunition, out of ammunition. You go to what? The race card and the religion card because you have no other argument. The argument that you would make against an opposition of throwing them off is to tell you what has she done positive. What has she done has been so spectacular that she deserves to be on this important committee. And you know what the answer is? zippity doo Nothing. Because she was just another speck on a checkbox card. And she had no business being on that committee in the first place. When you hate America, you shouldn't be on the Foreign Affairs Committee. When you hate America, you shouldn't even be in Congress. That's my feeling. That's my thought. Okay? You don't like this country? Bye. See ya. Our door works both ways, although lately it only works one way. It just lets people in. They used to say, how do you grade a country and how do you tell if a country's great? Because if you open up the door and let people come in or out, who's leaving this country? Well, after Donald Trump got elected, I heard a lot of people were supposed to leave, but none of them left. Surprise. Yeah, so, you know, listen, we can say a lot about America, and we've had a, a checkered past, and it's not the most perfect, but here is the baseline of in order to form a more perfect union, in order to form a more perfect union, it didn't say we are a perfect union. It didn't say we're fantastic. It said this is where we're headed. We're headed in the right direction and we want to keep going there. So talking about the right direction, oh my God. How's your green energy doing? You know, we just had a huge whale wash up on the beach offshore by my house over here. And I can tell you, guess what? Yep. Guess what? That whale has never been seen on these beaches before. But now, here's an interesting question. Did the installation of these giant wind farms that the green people are pushing, the greenuses, as I call them, are pushing, has that affected their sonar? Whales communicate by low signals. They, the, they have... Um, you know, they call them the whale songs. But they communicate over far, far distances, like half the continents and into the oceans. And that's how they travel, echolocation almost. And somehow or another, these since these windmills are up, there's been a huge increase in deaths of whales and whales being beached. And I listen, I can walk outside 10 minutes after it rained and see everything's wet for miles and take a wild guess and say it rained. I think here you need to stop. I think we need to stop with this green energy windmill offshore stuff and start to be able to think a second. 
I know everybody wants to run off and throw this into the mix and get it all done. And here's the bigger question. What are you doing to the environment when you're putting these out there? Are you in the middle of the migration routes for the whales? Or is the giant humming noise that comes out of these giant windmills affecting the way they travel and the way they communicate? And is it confusing them? But I think before we go any further with these, we need to stop and think. Once in America, I'd like to see us think before we do something stupid, like notifying Russia that we're sending tanks to Ukraine, but we're not doing it for a year. Somebody please tell me who's running this in insanity. The people at the top need to go. They need to go. This was the dumbest military decision since the Monitor. You know, what were we thinking here? Yes, those of you who don't know about the Monitor, it was a giant steel ship. <laughs> the Confederates versus the Union. Yes, the Monitor went sunk. It sunk. I assure you, matey, this ship is made of iron. It will go to the bottom of the sea as soon as we can. You know, the Titanic, yeah, that, that the unsinkable Titanic. How'd that work out? Why would you tell Russia? You know, I'm going to get into this in more detail, but we're going to take a quick break so I can stop laughing. Stand by. Right after this break, we're going to see why tanks to Russia. On August 8th, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark as we head into our final quarter. And the score is America 0, China 60. Oh, <laughs> That just came across my news desk. Do, 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 do. Well, right before the break, we were talking about the stupidity of Ukraine. Now, keep in mind that every idiot who was in charge of Afghanistan is still in the military telling people what to do. This is the brilliance behind the Biden administration. Now, I can tell you in a heartbeat, since you know, Schiff brought up Trump on the congressional floor. 
you know, of course, Schiff won again. When he has no argument, he goes back to the Trump, the Trumpette. He's like an idiot. They're the same words, Trump, 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 Trump. He keeps yelling. So he was talking about, you know, you want to bring or kick somebody off a committee or bring charges against somebody for inciting problems? Trump for January 6th. Well, you know what? When you get your committee straightened out, let me know. Schiff, boy. Shifty Schiff. He had the right name, boy. But why would you tell the enemy that we are going to up the weapons and then figure out after the fact that you've already told them that, yes, they're green-lighted the tanks, that we won't be able to get them there for over a year? What military genius figured out this strategy? I can't, you know, I always say, I wish I could make this stuff up. No. These are the idiots. I would have gone to the Pentagon five minutes after this was announced and fired every one of the chiefs and promoted the guy out in the field because he has more intelligence than the people at the Pentagon that did this. What do you think Russia's doing? They just conscripted another 150,000 troops. Guess what? They're also now moving the number of missile launching ships into the Black Sea has increased. Russia is a strategic military development. And if you give them the ability to figure out what you're doing, they're going to out-strategize you, first of all, because by the time we get there, the war will be over. You know, we've been keeping this war going. We're kind of keeping, you know, figuring out Ukraine, keeping it on a balance. We don't want to escalate. We don't want to de-escalate. We want to just keep it going. Well, that's great for Lockheed Martin and, and the, their ilk. That's phenomenal. However, here's my problem with this. Bottom line, you can't get stuff there for a year. Why would you announce now that you're going to be sending it? Because you know what? If I'm Russia, I'm taking advantage of the next 364 days until you get there. And I'm going to wipe out the rest of Ukraine. And this is what I'm, I'm missing. Maybe somebody can tell me that there's a different strategy or that that might be intelligent. But that doesn't surprise me at all. The, the failure in Afghanistan was just... That was just the preamble to the incompetence of what our military leaders are doing right now. I mean, especially in Ukraine, especially in Ukraine. And you know what? We better ramp up because you know what's coming next? Write it down. And I said to you the last couple of weeks, Taiwan's going underneath China. China's walking into Taiwan because we can't even get 31 tanks to Ukraine for a year. Think about that for a second. So now... I want to jump into, being that we're on foreign affairs here, a lot of people tell me I'm very local. <laughs> the Chinese spy balloon. Now, the suspected Chinese spy balloon triggers diplomatic crisis. Well, there apparently is a balloon flying over the United States the last uh, several weeks that started out, first of all, it is the size of three school buses. Okay, three school buses. That's the size of it. That's pretty darn big. But now it's now over Montana. We have a boatload of military bases and nucleus silos in Montana. Gee, why would a weather balloon need to go over the United States? Well, you know what? What do you think Xi Jinping would do? If we sent a weather balloon the size of three school buses over China, what do you think? You think it would make it to over China? Nope. 
I bet it would be shot down in a second. And here's the other problem I have. When it crossed over the Aleutian Islands into American territories, why wasn't it shot down? And I'm sorry, they keep telling you, well, they don't want to shoot it down now. The Pentagon says because of fear that it might danger, you know, it might endanger people on the ground. You knuckleheads. If you would have shot it down before it reached anywhere. And, and quite frankly, I've seen pictures of Montana. It doesn't look to be that populated as New York City. Just taking a wild guess here. You know, eight million people in four square blocks in Manhattan. I'm pretty sure Montana has a bigger cow population than people. But the excuse is nothing is ever the fault, ever the fault of this administration. Never. It's never the fault. They never did anything wrong. But why are they in charge then? Everything is someone else's fault in this administration. It absolutely is baffling. And, you know, they keep telling us, it's just a weather balloon. It's just a weather balloon. Well, here's the problem I'm having. How come Blinken is postponing his trip to China if this is just a weather balloon? You know, this administration being the most transparent in history is scaring the living daylights out of me because they don't have an idea. They've probably, you know, sorry, it's probably my fault. They probably redefined the word transparency to mean opaque. That's what I, that's what I'm missing. They definitely changed the definition of the word transparent to be opaque. And that's what we're not getting. So when he says, when Ian Sam says we're being the most transparent administration, he's right. Because they changed the word to opaque. So we just didn't get the memo yet. That'll come. You know, I just can't understand they're tracking the high altitude balloon. Well, that's freaking fantastic. Why not shoot the high altitude balloon down? If we sent a high altitude balloon over China with a couple of nuclear missiles in it, drop them or a couple of nuclear bombs, we wouldn't shoot missiles off a balloon. <laughs> what? How about sending a, a Reaper, you know, a Reaper drone, just to take a look? We're checking out the weather. What do you think would happen? The stupidity of them telling us it's just a weather balloon makes me really have concerns that this is minis- that this administration is as smart as Joe Biden. And Hunter Biden being the smartest person that Joe Biden knows is really a serious threat to American security. You know, this country has a real moral crisis right now and a real ethical crisis right now. And it's kind of the effect of the stupid leading the dumb. How much do we have to understand in this country to have, to have the ability to lead and the ability to bring leaders into the fold to make this country better? I don't think we understand in this country how bad it is because the lamestream media just keeps rolling with it. And I did want to touch... Real quick, because I know we're coming towards the end of the show. We did get a fantastic job numbers. 517,000 job numbers, jobs added in January. However, the labor rates, the labor participation rate still remains under 63%. But that's a good sign if that's a real number. But somehow or another, something doesn't make sense. This, this whole thing just doesn't make sense to me. You know, and I'm not an economist and I don't play one on TV either. 
But the fact that 517,000 jobs were added, what are those numbers based on? Something's not right because it doesn't make any sense. They were predicting 185,000 for those of you who care. But yet, look at the economy. The economy is not doing better. People are living paycheck to paycheck. So were these people taking extra jobs because they can't afford to live? Maybe that's where that 517 number comes in. Because if you went out and got another job because your first job isn't making it for you because of the inflation, well, that explains the 517 number. And I think we need to delve into these numbers a little bit more because there's a real problem here. Something like this shouldn't happen. When they predicted 185, yeah, well, can we get close to that? Can we get 250? That's reasonable. 517 doesn't make sense. So there's a reason behind this. Credit card debt is up for everybody. People are living paycheck to paycheck. More people than ever went into their 401ks and pulled money out. But if everybody's employed and everybody's doing great, as I'm sure Joe Biden's going to be taking his victory lap, then why? Why is the economy look so bad? Nine bucks for eggs? Dozen eggs at nine dollars. I should have gone into the chicken business. <laughs> Forget the law business. The chicken business. Nine dollars an egg. Woo! But, you know, once again, I think we had a great week as far as the country goes because nothing really bad happened. You know, southern borders still open like a screen door and a submarine. But maybe next week we'll have better things to talk about. So anyway, we're going to be wrapping it up right now. And you're going to be listening, or you had listened to, hopefully, Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. And I'm going to wish you a fantastic weekend, week, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.